Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Honest Ugly Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer. And today is the day we look for things that make us happy, even when facing the things we hate, like mosquitoes, super boring conversations, and repetitive podcast intros. Now, I love me some sunshine, I love some adventure, and I thoroughly enjoy inspiring conversations. But what I really love is that you are here looking for more joy and peace in your life. I am a little spontaneous, so you never know what we might talk about from week to week, but I promise you, we will always dig deep into those tucked away, ugly emotions we try to avoid being honest about. So let's ditch the things that drain us, let's press through what scares us, and let's dive in and see if we can find some joy, peace, and happiness in the smallest details of our day today. Hey guys, so I was going to do an episode about seven tips for healthy boundaries and how to invite people into healthy relationship. But then as I started researching it and thinking about what the worldly advice might say about that, I realized that I honestly just think that some of it's crap and some of it you just can't go with that because the Holy Spirit's telling you something different. And then I started researching like what to do when you're tired of investing in people who never give anything back. And again, the advice that we get from online research, from people that are smarter than us, from books, from social media, from different resources, it all sounds good, but it all can't be gospel truth when the Holy Spirit is telling us to do something different in relationships. Several times today I was thinking about a certain thing and the Lord would whisper into me, my ways are not your ways. My ways are higher than your ways. And I'm thinking, but logically it makes sense. It's more realistic to do this. And then God's saying, but that's not what I'm asking you to do. So today I'm going to kind of maybe try to mesh these two thoughts together about healthy boundaries and what to do when you're exhausted. And I want to preface it with just some realization that I have had years of experience where God has asked me to invest in people that I didn't really get anything back, not only just in my marriage, but in several different friendships. But God did not release me from those things for years. And I just had to keep pouring in, keep encouraging, keep texting, keep reaching out, keep initiating. And it was very exhausting. And I would whine and cry through it. I'm like, I don't know why I have to keep doing this. And all I would hear from the Lord is keep your heart wide open, keep investing, keep praying, keep being patient. And so today, as I was thinking about those things, and I was ready just to like release some tension from my mind, about specific relationships now where I feel like God has called me to invest in them for a a period, but I'm exhausted and I want more out of it than I'm getting. And so I just had to go before the Lord with that and say, can you just like release me from that? And the reply from God's spirit inside me was, I asked you to pray. I asked you to be a friend. I asked you to keep your heart wide open. I asked you to be patient, and I have asked you to stay detached from the outcome. 
And so it's like the, the Holy Spirit is telling me, I have not released you from praying for that person. I have not released you from keeping your heart wide open to that person. I was like, okay, God, fine. I will do a better job of, because I can do all of those things pretty easily until it comes to the one where I'm, or two, where I'm called to be patient and I'm called to be detached from the outcome. Because if I am putting in a lot of work into people, I want an outcome. I want a personal benefit. Now, I know that may sound selfish. I think really it will settle well with some of you listeners because you know what I'm talking about. If you give, you want something back. And I don't want my motive in relationships to be where I only give if I get something back. And typically that is not how I function in relationships, but when it goes on and on and on and on and on and on, I do get exhausted from giving without feeling like I get a return. But then the Lord is always good to me to remind me that those who water will themselves be watered and those who pour out will themselves be filled up. And every time I am at the point ready to quit, God fills me back up in his own specific way and reminds me of what he's whispering into me. So today, I just really struggled with not wanting to go back to the pattern of being a doormat and being taken advantage of and settling for something less than what I feel like God's best for me is. Because I have done that. I've been a people pleaser. I have been one who worked to be approved and one who just wanted to be chosen. Like a friend gave me some advice last night and said, it's good to be wanted, but you have to know your value and you have to know your worth. And I was just reminded that, yeah, sometimes I have fallen into the trap of trying to work for relationships because I do want to be wanted. I want to be chosen. I want to be approved. I want to be liked. I want all of these things. So today I was ready to throw in the towel, like, screw that. I can't really believe that just came out of my mouth on my podcast, but that's how I felt. It's just screw that. I'm throwing in the towel. I'm never texting again. I'm never praying for. I'm never encouraging. I'm never nothing. I'm done because I'm exhausted. And the Lord's like, no, girl, that's not what I asked of you. I asked you to pray and I asked you to keep your heart wide open. I asked you to be a friend. I asked you to be patient. And I asked you, Jennifer, to stay detached from the outcome. And so that's the kicker, is staying detached from the outcome and doing what God's Spirit whispers in me to do. So all that said, I have just been thinking about healthy boundaries and um, inviting people into relationship with us and how it all sounds good on paper. But some of it's just crap and some of it can't be done without the power of the Holy Spirit. Like when people tell you to communicate your boundaries clearly, be open and honest with others about your boundaries. I get what that's saying and it's and it's, you know, helping us to be able to communicate clearly and to express what is acceptable and what is acceptable to us in relationships. Because truly, if we can effectively communicate what we desire in relationships, yes, our relationships will be healthier. But the thing is, is that sometimes we can get to a place where, well, if you don't do this, that's unacceptable. And then it's like we become these micromanagers in relationships and we're going to withhold love from people if we don't get what we want. And that is not a healthy relationship. That is not us becoming our best selves. And, you know, culturally advice would be to know your limits, to understand your needs, to understand your values, and to understand your emotional limits. And 
we're taught to assertively communicate those limits to others. Like, this is what I need in a relationship. And if I don't get it, then I can't be in a relationship with you. But that is not what God whispers into my heart when he says, keep your heart wide open. Be willing to go the extra mile. When he says, my ways are not your ways, Jennifer. When he says, be patient. So do you see where I just get the, get in this like flesh versus spirit desires? Like I want my needs met in relationship. But God is saying, pour out and I will fill you up. Not from the other person, but I will fill you up. So I just think that God's spirit when it comes to relationship is huge in guiding us. So another thing that we're taught in culture is to be assertive. Not aggressive, but assertive. We're taught to express our boundaries with confidence and assertiveness without being confrontational. And then we're taught to respect others' boundaries because we want them to respect ours so that we can ensure that their needs are met, our needs are met, all these different things, right? And that we can reciprocate an environment of mutual respect for healthy relationships. Well, that all sounds good, but what happens when you are the one giving and giving and giving and you're not getting anything back? And so that mutual respect for one another's needs is not being met. Well, we're told then, you know, then that is an unhealthy relationship and you can walk away from it. And that makes sense because it is something that comes with wisdom to know when we can walk away from something, but it can't be a blanket statement. It can't be always the answer because sometimes God is saying, I'm asking you to stay. I'm asking you to meet someone else's needs, even if yours doesn't get met back. And I guess that's the thing that has been hard for my recovering personality that is typically all or nothing personality is that um, I can get to thinking, well, I refuse to get in a situation again where I am a doormat and I am taken advantage of. But then God is asking me right now to, you know, consider being taken advantage of as this opportunity to serve and this opportunity to pour out love, this opportunity to be an open window where love can flow through me, not for me to get anything back, but for me to give away. And that's really hard when you're looking at like realistic, um, what's healthy for like my own mental, emotional health. When you read the books, when you're um, seeking out wisdom for from experts, they're telling us that um, there is a time to walk away. And I do think there is, but I guess my point is it can't always be one way or the other. We have to be in relationship with God's Spirit so we know when to do which. Like there was a time, there, there's been handfuls of times where God has told me to stay and keep investing. And then there has been times where he has released me and he has told me I could walk away. And then there's been a very specific time where he said, you can stay or leave. It is your choice. I can't tell you how hard that one was. <laughs> it's way easier to hear the voice of God saying stay. And it's way easier to hear the voice of God saying you can go. It is way harder to hear the voice of God saying, you have the freedom of choice here. I, I can't even begin to explain how hard that is. And that is not the point of this episode. So I'll keep going. But in relationships, the experts tell us to learn to say no. 
and that um, saying no is necessary for setting healthy boundaries. And yes, it is okay to decline requests. It's okay to say no to invitations that don't align with your needs or values. It is okay to do those things. I am all about only doing things that I want to do, only doing things that fill my bucket. But then there's this part of me, live the, the spirit that dwells inside of me that tells me, you, you show up to life and relationships, not because you like the activity, but because you're building relationship with a person. So sometimes requests don't align with my, my needs or my bucket fillers. But because God's called me to invest in relationship, I show up doing things that I necessarily don't want to do because I want to build relationships with those people. So saying no to things that don't add value to us it sounds good, but we have to be really careful that we're not, that we're not just like they have this blanket statement of, nope, that doesn't align with my needs. Nope, that doesn't align with my values. Because does the person in front of us align with our needs? Does adding value to others, even if it doesn't add value to us, does that align with our needs? So there's this gray area where we need God's spirit to show us the way to go. And one day it might be go left and one day it might be go right. But if we just look at what the experts are telling us, if we just look at what the people on social media are teaching us from what they've learned about relationships, we will always choose right or we will always choose left. There will be no gray area. We, we will have this blanket answer for everything and we will always say no, 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 or we'll say yes, 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 when sometimes God's saying say no and sometimes he's saying say yes. And so we need God's spirit guiding and leading us in relationships or we will get it wrong more times than we get it right. Thanks be to God that he's a redeemer of all things and that he restores and that he... He um, restores what the locusts have eaten. So when we do get it wrong, his grace is big enough. But still, like, I want to be in a place where I am so led by God's spirit that if I'm leaning toward the wrong way, he quickly aligns me back to, to, to do what he's calling me to do. Not in the overall situation, but in that moment. Because in the same relationship, sometimes what was a yes can sometimes be a no. And I have to be in tune with God's spirit to know which to do when. So another thing experts, experts tell us is to trust our intuition. They tell us to pay attention to our instincts and feelings about a person or situation. I like to call this like my, the red flags that I get. Because really, truly, if something feels off, most likely it is off. But if we go back to those physical sensations that come up in our body that we talked about in the last episode, something can feel off because it's pushing us up against our comfort zone. So we can't always just run away because it feels off because it might be exposing something in us that we need to pay attention to because we're up against our comfort zone and it is an opportunity and a challenge for us to grow and to be refined. So yes, we have to explore those feelings that we feel when something feels off and we have to consider setting boundaries, but we can't always just run away because something feels off because it could be God's spirit inviting us to be refined, to inviting us to pay attention to something that someone exposes in us because we 
need to grow through that. Maybe we need to offer more grace. Maybe we need to be refined in our judgment. Maybe our pride is is feeling something off and we need to be humbled. There are a million different variables. But yes, pay attention to the spirit inside of you because I do believe the spirit throws red flags and shows us green ones. But I also know that fear and being pushed up against our comfort zone in an exciting way feels the same way in our physical body. So we need God's spirit to show us or to show up in those situations and show us the way to go. So experts always tell us also to evaluate and adjust. So they're telling us, um, when I say they, I mean the books I read, the research I read, the psychology I read, all, all those things. But we're told to regularly assess our boundaries and evaluate how well they are serving us. And that sounds good because we want to make sure we're doing what's best for us. And I do believe that we should do what's best for us. I do believe we should put our oxygen mask on before we help other people. But we have to be really careful with this advice because if we're only serving us, then we're not considering others better at all. So if we want to adjust and refine our boundaries so we can maintain healthy relationships for personal growth, we have to have God's Spirit leading us. Because sometimes, yes, we need to consider us first. Other times we need to consider others better in that situation and die to ourselves. But we will not know when to do which if we are not being led by the Spirit of God. So we need to remember that healthy boundaries, yes, they protect our emotional and our mental well-being and they help us build stronger and more authentic connections with others. But boundaries don't do that. God's spirit does. So we cannot be led by our healthy boundaries that we're setting according to research and experts and social media um, education. We can't be led by those things. We have to be led by God's spirit because there are times where being taken advantage of is an opportunity for us to learn to serve. And there's other times where being taken advantage of is our opportunity to stand up for ourselves and say, we are more, are more valuable than this and we won't tolerate this. But we can't just go one way all the time. We have to have wisdom and discernment to know when to do which. And that's where God's spirit comes in where he guides us and leads us into the way of truth, where he whispers and says, this is the way, walk in it. So I talked a lot longer than I meant to. So maybe tomorrow I'll hop on and talk about what to do when you're tired of investing in people who never give anything back and what God's spirit says about that. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks again, guys, for choosing to be here today. I hope you were encouraged, challenged, or inspired in some way. If you were, I would love to hear how. You can leave a podcast review or shoot me a message over on Instagram. My IG handle is at jen.nifer.kindle. You can also find me at my website, jenniferkindle.com, but be really patient over there because that website is still coming together. 
Now, you might not have been encouraged today. You might have been annoyed. You might have been frustrated. I don't know what emotions might have been stirred up in you, but I would still love to hear all of that. So you can still shoot me a message. I love hearing new perspectives because it helps grow me. So feel free to give me your input, whatever it may be. I will talk to you guys soon.